Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know. One of the three. Welcome, Faras Elias, Nathan Biley, and today's host is just me, James Yonick. So, Faras texted the group, right? And he's like, what if we did a debate-style podcast recording? And I'm like, I love to argue, so let's get it going. So we're going to talk about vitamins and supplements a little bit today. And let me give a precursor that none of us know what the hell we're talking about. There's not one nutritionist in this room. Now, I feel like some of us may have done a little bit more research for this than others, but I didn't. So what I say needs to be taken with a grain of salt. And we're going to follow up with a little bit of research and see how dumb we actually sounded in today's recording. How's that sound, guys? That's a good plan. Yeah? Yeah. You down? I'm down. Cool. I just pulled that right out of the hat. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) If this podcast doesn't ever work out for us, uh, James could always be a musician. Oh, yeah? A musician. A musician. Not a musician. What's a musician? You know, like you can do little hat tricks. Oh, hat tricks. Oh, I yeah. did. A magician. A magician. That's way different than a musician or I did... Um... See, see, now we're starting the debate off early here. Yeah, but we're do- not debating the right thing. Supplements. <laughs> <laughs> this is what our listeners hate. Bouncing back and forth like this, driving them crazy, That's can't right. keep on track, back on track, Nathan. Jeez. That's right. So, what's your opinion on supplements? Frost, you brought it up. I'm going to put you in the hot seat first so that I can think of my response while I sip on this coffee you made for me. Waste of time. End of argument. Done. Wow. Get out of this room. Fight me. Oh, wait. (laughs) Frost is wearing the boots in this relationship right now, so. Since we're at his house. I was going to say, it is his house. It's really hard for... I'd have to storm out, and I'm not doing that. I'm not not there energetically enough to storm out. But, why do you say that? Like, why... What is is it that makes you say that? Is it experience? Is it um, what you've witnessed? That's what I know, guys. I'm the big brain of the group, so clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm the smartest. I'm loving this confidence right now, guys. So, uh, the diet market in America is the number one market. And obviously, like, um, it's the number one market because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just selling you crap. Mm-hmm. So, um, we pretty much have a system where. I don't even know how to phrase this. I mean, it's it's definitely over-marketed too, right? Yeah. Like, they're just trying to push it and sell a lot of supplements. Um, but who's yeah. to say that it's really good for you, right? So, and especially like on a lot of vitamins, you see a lot of stuff where, um, you know, they say that, you know, the majority of people just don't even don't even get enough vitamins just from the food they consume on a daily basis. But, yeah, and that's um, where you should be. And I think, uh, like, a problem is uh, the way we've changed our food because, like, I'm sure our ancestors didn't need, like, uh, these pills. Right, yeah. And, yeah. You know what's interesting about that, though, you know? Um, of course, they didn't even have the pills, right, which makes sense, but... Yeah. In some sense, like, I'm sure that there was, like, even though the food they consumed was, um, you know, very nutritious, like, for example, in, you know, Ireland, you know, they love potatoes, right? And that's not to be 
you know, weird. That's just how it was. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, they probably ate a lot more potatoes than anything else, like any, any vegetables and whatever, you know, other mixtures of vegetables and mm-hmm. fruits. But so other than that, like, yeah, they would eat, you know, the food, but the food that they did consume was probably rich in nutrients or whatever. But yeah. just because like everything's so heavily processed nowadays. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a big problem too. But I could see a potential issue with them having the ability to have the variety, right? Because we can get like fruits and you know all year round now, mm-hmm. just because of the way they import or whatever. Um, but then, I mean, you just relied on whatever kind of food your ground would grow for you, right? right. So what was available at the time. Whether yeah. that was your neighbor. That you had to go, you know, harvest or yeah. some food uh, yeah. from the ground, you know. Like if you lived in the Antarctica, right? Yeah. You could only really eat polar bear and seals, right? Well, yeah. that's what you make. There's nothing growing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where's the nutritional value there? <laughs> right. You know, but right. They, they seem to survive, right? There was. Right. But another part of that is that I mean, obviously, you saw the the effects of you know, scurvy, right, which was, you know, the disease where essentially your teeth fall out. And that was like a very common thing that the people in the Navy or in the shipping world back then would suffer from because to preserve food, it had to be put into, you know, um, a lot of salt and it was typically meat, right? Uh And it was just a lack of vitamin C that they were getting. So I could see that like, okay, well, a supplement nowadays, right, would be handy for somebody in that situation. Um, if they can't get lemons and fresh things that are rich in vitamin C, right? Right. So I could see that potentially, you know, a supplement would help, right? But, you know, of course there's a lot of artificial shit and a lot of supplements too. And I really agree with Faraz in the sense that, you know, I think that they really push this hard as far as, you know, a marketing gimmick in a lot of ways that say, hey, my, it's just with any other product, right? You never really know if it really works or is it the placebo effect? Right. Um, the, the, there's a story I remember and I wish I could remember the names of it but basically the, one of the first reasons that a supplement was really thought up and at least taken seriously was in um, what, what are they called when uh, a confinement camp where you collect a group of people uh, against their will and keep them locked away for a while. Was is that did I, did I use the right word? Yeah. So there was a guy that was part of his mission was to go around. He really kind of focused on the the quality of people's health and really paid attention to what food those people ate as he traveled around the world. And he did a lot of work in China and realized how healthy they were and the types of food they ate. And he just really kind of observed and and noted everything. And so that's um, Carl Renberg uh, is the guy I'm referring to, and I don't know if it was him or someone else who ended up in the in the confinement camp, um, but they they basically were really malnourished in these yeah. camps, and so what he did is he realized, hey, we need specific things in order to maintain some health, mm-hmm. and one of those main things was iron, minerals. Yeah. Um, the nutrients that you get from vegetables and stuff, a lot of it's the minerals and stuff from the ground that are still in the vegetable that you're eating. And so what he did is he mixed up this really nasty nutrition shake. And he had whatever plants and stuff were around, he would he would either dry out or whatever, and he'd put some nails and stuff to get the iron in, and he'd shake this stuff up, and he would drink it. Well, he was faring way better than everyone else in this camp 
on a nutrition level, just visibly able to sustain a little bit better. Yeah, he was hurting, but people noticed how much better he was doing in comparison and started asking what he was doing. And so these people were sipping on these drinks, and of course there's a large majority of them that thought they were crazy for drinking that disgusting slush water, right? Yeah. But they came out of it in a lot healthier state than a lot of the other constituents. And that's just a story I heard, right? But that's kind of what sold me on supplementing my diet a little bit because I yeah. take quite a few vitamins and minerals and stuff. And um, the other part, uh, the other stories I've heard, and that's that's really what I think part of it. You, you just have to be an intelligent consumer of things. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to try something, try it and really note how it's affecting you in the ways that you expected it to. And if it's a placebo effect, I still don't think that's completely wrong. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crappy that people yeah. are making money hand over fist for it but also they're adding value because the people believe they're adding value right yeah. so the argument for the actual supplement though is like things like vitamin d people um certain people have a deficiency of being able to produce some of those vitamins that everyone else can naturally produce vitamin d has a lot to do with your sleep cycles has a lot to do with um i guess your your attitude and emotions uh, to an extent, it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, the sun sunshine, you yeah, know. Um, some people cannot produce vitamin D even if they're getting sunshine. And that's the case for my girlfriend's family. A lot of them are uh, vitamin D deficient, and they have to take a ton of it in order to get that little bit that people naturally make on their own. Um, so, and it really helped them. Like, they're, they were just way, way happier, um, and it really kind of flipped the way they felt day to day they just noticed a lot of changes and so when you notice something like that it's hard to believe that it's just because okay well I'm taking this it's supposed to do these things for me I have to believe that it helped a little bit yeah and that's uh, I guess that's how it should be is like people like super deficient in it uh-huh. they should be taking it because that'll help but in terms of like just average guys no health problems yeah. I guess like do you really think it's helping? Yeah, and that, that's kind of an interesting point here is that I think that there's um, no question that the supplements, you know, don't help, right? They do, right? They work. Um, but I think the more of the question is, is as a normal, meaning, you know, no, you know, deficiencies or obvious health issues mm-hmm. um, and having a you know, very wide variety of a diet, do these, are these actually, these supplements actually beneficial, right? Yeah. Then that's uh, the question. Like, as long as you eat correctly and good, um, you shouldn't need any of these vitamins. So they're not going to like, you can't, um, like if you overtook like vitamin A, D or whatever, like it's not going to like, you're not going to be super powerful right yeah i'm not like overdosing on vitamins right it's just gonna circulate through your system that's where the expensive piss argument comes in yeah exactly you guys ever take a vitamin pill and take some water and a little bit down the (laughs) down you gotta take a leak and next thing you know your piss is like green fluorescent it's a lot yeah yeah it's just like Poof. It's like, thanks, yeah. man. There's some vitamin C, some vitamin A, yeah. some vitamin K in there. Like, <laughs> That's the most nutritious water I've ever That's... let out of my system right there. But um, the point of that is is that your body obviously knows when it has, um, you know, enough or too, you know, too much of something. So it obviously just processes it out. And it has to do with way. absorption rates too. Like, right. you know, the rate it 
absorbs as it goes versus the rate it flows through your system. Um, and your body only yeah, needs so much. But um, I was going to say one other thing. I do I like taking a multivitamin, by the way, because I yeah. do know that it, it like helps me. I know as far as energy levels, whatever. Right, and that was um, that's what I was going to talk about is energy levels. Um, so the you other point have noticed, like as taking like these uh, vitamins. Sorry to cut you off, James. No, you're good. But, uh, it's so the first you time you've cut saying, me off since we started. Uh, so <laughs> what up, why? <laughs> uh, you guys are saying you got more energy. I feel like I've got like I feel like I I'm a little bit more energetic. Okay. I feel so, like it sort of helps with the quality of my life a little bit, but. Do you think like you were just uh, not eating like the right stuff? Like you're not that could be very diet, true, but. I do feel like I do eat pretty well, like, you know, wide variety of fruits and vegetables. Like, typically like to start my day with oatmeal, I always have some fruit, you know, because it's light. I like to get moving and have my head thinking clear because I can't drink coffee nowadays. Mm -hmm. So, something that's light and fat really helps me get started in the morning. Um, and then, you know, typically I get a lot of protein. Um, you know, my girlfriend really likes to eat healthy, so she just, you know, lots of salads whatever so i mean as far as that goes i mean i feel like i cover the a pretty broad spectrum i don't know if i get enough and the type of vitamins that i like i i really try to make sure that like okay these are you know vegetable food based products right you know yeah and i don't know what's in them really yeah <laughs> uh, i take a, a phytonutrient supplement that has got its focuses on the fruit and yeah vegetable groups exactly yeah and so i that's the one that i focus on because i know my diet lacks in that naturally just it's not i think that most people can say that they don't desire to eat vegetables some people don't that's the what they like like kayla she prefers vegetables over anything else but it's not my preference if i'm going to go grab a quick snack it's not usually the healthiest thing and mm -hmm. Same. that's the marketability of vitamins i'm not saying it's right wrong or indifferent mm -hmm. but they market it as a they don't ever say it, but it's marketed in such a way that it indicates it could be a replacement for having to take all the time to eat properly. Right. Right? And with today's fast-paced society and, and trying to get things done, it can be difficult to focus on buying the right food that you can cook. There's more prep time involved in raw fruits and vegetables. If you're buying frozen fruits and vegetables, those are getting their nutri nutrients are being depleted too because once you freeze stuff it breaks down the proteins in it and the proteins are what holds all the nutrients and so you you devalue your vegetables when you're buying them in a quick ready to be made pack as well mm -hmm. um so i mean and i'm, I'm not scientifically proving all this stuff because it's just stuff i've heard through the grapevine here and there and read up on a little bit and then kind of forgot about so um that's where i'm coming from but it definitely is a time marketing strategy that, that vitamin companies use. Yeah. And if it worked, like they said it worked, then I probably wouldn't have as many energy issues as I currently do have. I do notice that if I remember my vitamins in the morning, I'm way better off throughout the day than if I forget them. But that's because my diet's out of whack. Yeah. And I know that, I just, I'm not sure how to fix it. You yeah. know, I, I, can, I take a day, I get it fixed for a day, but how to create that habit of keeping it fixed, getting my shopping habits on track for um, the meals that I'm um, providing or um, making for myself. You know, it's just uh, not something I've 
been successful at doing. I get sidetracked at work and I get excited about a project or whatever and then it's like, what am I going to eat tonight? Well, yeah, exactly. What's uh, easy and quick, right? Microwave some pizza. Let's, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> got yeah. some frozen chicken. What are you going to have with it? I don't know, rice? What about a vegetable? Ugh. Not tonight. I'm not feeling it. I want to yeah. <laughs> you know, and so that—that's my—that's my problem. And so uh, the supplements I think do help me with that. It's not a substitution. It definitely should not be a substitution. But it is closer than I am without it yeah. to having those nutrients at least come through my body. Um, and to your point, for us, I should get my shit together. But I haven't, and I do take vitamins because they're easy and available. So you, do you take a multivitamin for us? Uh, I do. Right. Wow. No. Nope. Yep. You can't take them anymore. You got to <laughs> yeah. after this podcast, you're done. You're cut off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think they're a waste of money. Do you take multivitamin? Well, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> One of the coolest things though is like the, if you look at like some of the bodybuilding supplements, right? To really just get your stamina up, whatever it is, get you pumped up to work out. Uh-huh. Um, I really... I've always noticed a huge impact on a lot of those supplements, um, for me anyway, like, you know, results. I mean, I don't take it a lot except for any, I don't take anything except for protein and multivitamins now, but when I was taking like creatine and, you know, the amino acids every day, the protein, whatever else, I mean, seriously though, nutrition is such a big part of your health. And I'm sure that like, if you worked super, super hard on having that food plan mm-hmm. you could get there without all of this stuff i mean look at the guys you know the, the the ogs back in the day where they would just eat you know eggs for protein i mean arnold schwarzenegger mm-hmm. you know they'd chew on raw meat for creatine right nothing was made into a supplement form um it was just through like a natural diet and they were able to achieve those same sort of results but it took a lot more time at work and so right. it's, to your point yeah it's, it's just sort of a quick thing that that assists but um but do you take any bodybuilding supplements I, I, mean, I, I used to take a lot. Yeah. I used to take quite a bit. Yeah. Like, uh, the guys at GNC who just, like, all they have to do is, like, point to stuff when I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get ripped, son? Try this. It's like male testosterone <laughs> enhancer in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah now, nowadays I just, like, I'm not even taking protein anymore. Really? Yeah. Wow. You're just really doing it through your, your diet. Yeah, just trying to do like whole foods. That's cool, man. I'd like to, yeah. Um, you know, it would be interesting to see that, I mean, how, how, do you ever feel that you like get off track a little bit or you always, always, because, you know, as I came in here, you know, I was talking to Faraz and he's just finishing meal prepping. Is this typically like what you do or sometimes do you get off like track and have, so like, during uh, the week? Like, yeah, I used to like meal prep. But I, I got off that. Yeah. Uh, I just fell out of that habit. But I'm trying to get back into it. But it helps me like keep my meals consistent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I wish I could have that discipline like you guys too. But I really think that like it's just so much part of our culture now that you know you work long hours. I, mean, I don't know. I can't say how it was back then, right? Right. But you know we're young. We're busy all the time, and um, and I think that. Um, it was a little bit easier when, you know, you were, if you were married and, you know, part, a partner was working in, uh, on the meal type thing all the time. Right. right. And you would really be eating 
pretty well. But it's the most misogynistic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I, hey, I didn't name sexes out here. This isn't to be like sexist or anything. It's just more of that. That stay at home husbands can make yeah. their dinners too. Yeah, exactly. I no, mean, I, 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 I don't... was just giving you help because I saw an opportunity and I took it. No, and it can be helpful if you're both on the same page for sure, mm-hmm. just to fill the gaps. Like to Frost's point. He meal prepped, he was in a good habit, fell off the bandwagon. Well, had he had someone here who was on board with that, yeah. he might have got that nudge through those two or three week time frame that's like, hey, we're meal prepping this week, what do you want? And then he would have probably hopped right back into it. Um, so having that, that accountability partner yeah. here and living with you and on the same page is, is great. Yeah. On the flip side of that, if your partner's on, on that same page, it can be even more distracting and even tougher to get into a habit of doing that when you don't have when you're living with someone and don't have that assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a, a, another distraction point, another level of busyness because you know you're you're working on the relationship as a whole or should be right, and um, or avoiding it depending on how you're handling your relationship. <laughs> but it's still, <laughs> it's still. Um, there's no, hey, it's easier if. Yeah. There's no excuses, really. It's like, hey, you either commit to doing it or you don't, and the excuses you find a way to work through along the way if that's something you really want to do. You know, I think the, the hard part for young people like us is we don't feel the side effects as aggressively as yeah. we would if we were really deficient in specific yeah, areas. And so it's like we can power through based on the sheer health level and yeah. youthfulness we currently enjoy. And right. as, as bad as that is, it's not an excuse. I don't want anyone to think, hey, James is sitting here making excuses. It's okay to be you know, a slob and eat unhealthy food when you, you're healthy, you know, naturally healthy. Screw you. No. I, I think that it, it should, it's just like wanting to make more money, right? Wanting to feel healthier is the same. I need to commit to it and get it done and I've, I've not done that I have commitment issues right. that's the probably 10th time I've said it since we've been recording this podcast or right. he just really likes to eat good food or just really like fatty food fatty no vegetables know, pepperoni just pizza just meat and cheese and potatoes and that's it I'm a sucker for french fries oh yeah man. and carbs oh, I love man. some bread I love yeah. bread. bread bread's good too some Italian what's your weak food cuisine? for us or you know, real quick for everybody out there, what's your what's your what's your real what's like your weakness food? Where it's like, hey, you want to go get this, and you can't say no. I mean, you don't can't tell me it's Doritos. Her. Don't tell me it's Doritos. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're just cycling through so many lists of food right now that you're like, I don't know which one it is of the ten or twenty I just thought of. Dude, I just uh, pizza, fries. Oh yeah. man, pizza gets me. Bloody Marys, oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I could have used one of those this morning. Hair yeah. the dog would have been nice. Yeah, <laughs> I was uh, feeling a little rough yesterday. I had to get up like a work day after Friday night, and I was like, "Oof!" I should have said no to at least two of those extra walks we took. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is, huh? <laughs> but um, you know, to your point on the whole week. Weakness. I love pizza. Someone's like, "Hey, let's have a pizza night." I'll be the one making the dough, guarantee. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's and I I say yes to that stuff too often. It's like, uh, search for the margins. I'm all stuck in this self development mindset when I get in this room with you guys. But 
you go to make more money. I watched Grant Cordon's webinar, and now I'm getting all these emails to buy his program that I didn't buy. Then I watched his webinar. Um, but it's he he makes great points. I can't deny it. You know, if you're going to do something, start taking action. Yeah. Remove the excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, he he removed a lot of the excuses. The program's way more affordable than it could be. He's made it available to a bunch of people. Um, he takes credit. He takes PayPal credit. You can get PayPal credit for zero dollars down. Blah, blah blah. He outlines the entire way to even use the PayPal PayPal system, so you can basically have the money to buy his program without having any money. Right. Right. And so he's removed all these excuses. So it really boils down to: Are you going to commit to using it? Are you going to commit to saying no to the pizza? Yeah. What are you willing to give up to get better? Yeah. Right. And everyone, maybe not everyone. I choke on my tongue every time I go to say that because I know one of my values is honesty. I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to give up pizza right now because I know I'm not gonna. That's right. Right? I have to be, I'd have to be dying to give up pizza, it feels like, but really I have to make a commitment to myself and my health. And the last person I want to commit to is myself most of the time, right. as unfortunate as that is. Uh, that's so that's, that's my biggest struggle with commitment really is... Am I worth it? Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, and, and people can tell me that all they want, but I have to believe it myself. Yeah. Right? right, right. And so it's uh, a lot, lot more internal thought and like priority on yourself has to happen for you to, I mean, it's easy to enjoy nice food and you get that high that you have when you, you're eating and enjoying something and it's just... Yeah, mm, yeah. Heart, soul food, yeah. It's soul food, you know. Yeah. And it's so much easier to say yes to that than to say, ah, no. And it, it takes mental energy to do that it does. over and over and over again. So you almost have to set up your life to where you avoid situations where you're going to be encouraged to partake in stuff like that. Right. And that becomes a social construct, which is tough to, to get through without offending people, right? Right. I don't right. Know, just, just all these little tools you can use. It's like, okay, well, you know, meal prep. I have to say no to pizza. I've already had dinner made. Right. It removes that excuse for yourself. That's a really cool thing that I love about what Faraz is doing right now. Yeah. Um, but I do have a. Uh, um, I think when we when we come to the end of this podcast, we'll we'll just throw out what Faraz's um, sort of weakness food is. No, All right. Oh damn it, dude! I was about to say Tide Pods. <laughs> Tide Pods, yeah. But that's why it's so ripped. All right. Right. Tide Pods are not good to the children listeners out there. Don't listen to Nathan. Yes, don't touch them. Stay away from them. Look at them, but don't touch them. Yeah. <laughs> don't, get it. don't do any of it. They're pretty, dude. They're pretty. Dude. <laughs> They're pretty. <laughs> uh, well, um, so in conclusion, uh, if you're deficient, go get your vitamins. But as long as you're healthy, I'd say, like, you're, you're good, like, not wasting the money. So. Take it from a guy who's wasting the money. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um, wasting the money right now. Uh, Me too. Wasting the money so you don't have to. Right. That's right. Well, I like it. Well, thank you guys. So y'all got, you guys want to get some salad after this? A nice big salad, salad with some, you know, chicken? Maybe just a the little bit The only salad I want is going to have a lot of tomatoes, all juice, 
Oh yeah, salsa, huh? With uh, no, no, not quite. Pico. With a little, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's gonna have some salt, pepper in there. Uh-huh. It's gonna be nice and spicy. Okay. And it's gonna have a little kick to it with some delicious olives. He's talking about a Bloody Mary, guys. We gotta go. Yep. With that, we gotta go. <laughs> join us next week. <laughs> Talk more about Bloody Marys. Thanks for listening.